This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. It is 5.38. You're listening to the Evening Edition with Sharmila and Sharad. It's time for Trending Today, where it is about our utter and complete reliance on navigational apps. So this comes from a uh, post on X by Joe Boca, I want to say. And um, they go, if one day Waze and Google can no longer be used, could you still live to, could you still go anywhere by relying just on signboards? And this one actually really shook me, I must say, because I instantly thought to myself, I don't think so. I could probably navigate the few places that I'm really familiar with, like home, office, a couple of the restaurants I frequent. But I really think I've I've almost completely lost my ability to memorize roads and directions without uh, a, a, an app. You know, that's really uh, not surprising, I think, in many ways. And uh, But um, I think I could. Uh, But you know, famously, I've said many times before, I don't drive. But I'm actually very good at navigating. So I'm good at reading maps. And And the stars. uh, (laughs) Yes, with the sextant. Yes. No, no, no. uh, Not those kind of stars. But I I think it's because I grew up in the days where you you had roadmaps, literal, on pages and printed. And we didn't have GPS. We didn't have all these navigational apps set up. Actually, even GPS is more than just help you find directions and things. It's the basis of all the ways in which we map cities and find good restaurants and find the nearest convenience store. So that's stores, absolutely it, right? Because it's not just a driving thing. Um, I mean, driving is, is one very uh, frequent way in which I use navigational apps. But certainly when I'm traveling, even within KL, um, if I'm going on a... Like, let's say I'm walking around the center of KL, I'm trying to locate a place I've never been to before... Uh, Maybe 20 years ago, I'd go around asking people or I would have asked a friend for directions. But now I actually just pull up my Google Maps and just look it up and walk there. Yeah, so there's... Okay, we come back to that. I just want to. I want to come back to the signboards issue because I think that in many cities, and we, all, I mean, maybe a particular generation, we learn to read signboards, and our, often our complaint was that signage was bad. You know, we we really thought, oh, this is a building with poor signage. Yeah. This is a city with poor signage. But once the signage is good, then it's very enabling. I mean, at least for somebody with my sense of how to map a city. Um, but you're saying that, okay, GPS goes cold for whatever reason, ways dies. Uh, you wouldn't be able to use the signboards? I mean, when it says I 50... I would. So, so- Driving, you mean, right? Yeah, driving okay. or walking, whatever. So if I'm on the federal highway and I know I'm heading to, let's say, Jalan Tututu or Jalan Pipinarainan, I know lah, this is the exit I have to take. This is probably where I need to take a circle. There'll be a roundabout. I remember those things. But to locate maybe a specific shop or a specific address... Um, I feel like there are people for whom that's quite easy. They have a, a sort of photographic memory of what different lanes might be, where they lead. Um, I don't. I've actually completely decided, given over my life to these apps. So um, a lot of people on the tweets are saying that as well. Actually, there are people saying yes and others are saying no. So for instance, NH says, even by using Waze or Google Maps, I get lost. What more if I needed to depend only on signboards? Um, ka, ka, ka. <laughs> but you know, I would say this about my friends who have, 
you know, uh, you know, very kindly dropped me off at home. And some of them, uh, even though they've done it for 20 times, they really, uh, they've done it 20 times, they rely on ways. Yes, I'm, I'm probably one of those people. So, I, so for me, is that, so the visual familiarity of, you know, of, of a neighborhood, right? I see landmarks. And I don't know if ways and all these... Uh, actually enablers have taken away our capacity to recognize or feel the need to recognize landmarks. I always ask for landmarks. That's the way I navigate. So to be fair, this might just be a skill I don't have because even before the days of Waze um, or Google Maps, I was just bad at this. I don't know whether I'm just not good at remembering, like visual memory. I was just bad at it. If I drove there 200 times, 201st time, I'd probably not really know. Um, so actually, these apps became really helpful. I remember when I was uh, a journalist and one of my very first assignments, someone gave me, you know, when people used to direct you over the phone about how to get somewhere and I got completely lost. I parked by the side of the road. I was already an hour late for the assignment and I cried because I realized I could not figure out how to get to this place. Oh, you poor thing. I know. So it, it actually have a lot of trauma <laughs> related to okay, this so, notion of not knowing how so to get you know somewhere. What it is? Once the apocalypse comes, Shamila, you drive, I'll navigate. Yes. Because I'm very good at I navigating. I will stick with you. Uh, yeah, stick yes. with me because I'll get you where you want to go to Thunderdrome. Well, well, okay. Let's. We have a couple of actually. Uh, Puan Lala says it was so hard when I worked in KL using the old BlackBerry. There was no ways. I had to study maps from the internet and even had to draw on a paper before I went to see a client, just in case I was going to go missing. Puan Lala sounds like me. <laughs> I also used to print out stick pieces of paper on my windshield so that I would know where windscreen so that I would know where I was going. But this seems perfectly reasonable to me. It's not unusual. I mean, I think, you know, we all, um, we learn in different ways and actually mapping is a particular skill. I, I'm always shocked when, you know, I have friends who don't know how to read a map. Oh, I'm very good at reading maps. Ah, so Probably because I have to, to survive. Yeah, and, and that's, you know, that's a skill, right? The question is whether we're losing that ability because we've kind of outsourced it to all these, these apps and these, you know, other forms of technology that have just done the work for us. Um, but yeah, I mean, um, I wonder, you know, what it would be like because I think I've become dependent on them as well. So, so can quick I go question, back? Quick question. Could you go back actually is what I was going to ask. I wouldn't you. want to mm. because so much has been enabled, right? Including e-hailing rides, which I depend on, right? You can't do that without GPS. Mm. Um, you know, uh, I, I just explored a new city, Kolkata, a couple of months ago. I found things and I, I understood the city and I could map it in ways that I wouldn't have been able to before. You can take public transport in a completely new city because your Google Maps tells you where to get off, um, where, where a bus will stop. Indeed. And the freedom of that is amazing. Yeah, it, it, it is such a powerful tool. I would cry buckets if it, were, if it went offline. But I think I still have some residual skills that somewhere in me is the, um, is the ability I learned as a young person uh, to navigate without GPS. We want to hear from you. Could you live without Waze or Google Maps or, you know, navigational apps, basically? You can call double seven double three two nine hundred. send us a voice note or WhatsApp 018-789-8899. Tweet us at BFM Radio. Burning for more. BFM 89.9. The Business Station. It is 5.50. You're listening to the Evening Edition with Sharmila and Sharad. We're talking about navigational apps because on X, someone asked, could you live without 
Waze, um, Waze or Google Maps? Um, would you just rely on signboards? So that's what we want to hear from you. Could you live without navigational apps? You can call double seven double three two nine hundred. Send us a voice note or WhatsApp zero one eight seven eight nine double eight double nine. Tweet us at BFM Radio. So we have so many thoughts coming in. Most of them intent on seemingly shaming me. I will just say <laughs> from the beginning. Um, Amir says, I use GPS. Guna pakai signboard. I mean, you're absolutely right. I mean, I don't know what, uh, you know, Shamla's thinking, you know, she'd be lost without uh, without GPS. But I actually, so we, in the break, we did have a discussion about whether signage in Malaysia is bad. Mm. I think that's actually reasonably good, but I'm not a car driver. So again, I say I'm, I'm a navigator. I do look at those signs. I think there's ample, um, uh, what is it, uh, you know, you're, you're kind of... Your signposted, you say, in 1.2 kilometers, you're going to have to use this exit. So I think it's... No, but you know, if you're relying just on signboards, right, there are so many points at which you're driving down a highway that maybe you're not familiar with. And then you'll see two signboards, left and right, saying Shalam. And if you're trying to get to Shalam, how do you decide which road to take? Yeah, so that so, might be uh, sort of different routes or something. I don't know. Because yes. sometimes so, they're often in different colours or something. They're not wholesale bad, but I do think that they can be confusing for many people. Um, we have, let's see, actually this one I thought was interesting because this is the first time I've heard about it. Amir says, road signage is wayfinding. And wayfinding is apparently a uh, the use of signage, colour, other design elements to navigate a space. So Amir, uh, we're guessing you're an architect because according to Wikipedia, it's used in, in sort of the, in the discourse of architects or in, arch, in an architectural context about navigation in built environments and that there are principles attached yes. to this and such. So quite interesting because I've never actually heard that expression. I'm going to start saying I'm becoming a wayfinder which sounds a lot better than I'm trying not to get lost. Yes. Uh, well, oh, that I'm a very bad wayfinder. I'm not going to say that. Okay. Shariza says, can I live without maps or ways? Yes, in a way. I only use maps and ways before starting my journey. And then during my journey, I depend on my memory of landmarks and signboards once I'm near. I think that's a great happy medium, which is also one way to not become over-reliant on these apps, um, to kind of map a path and then... Rely on what you already know. Yeah, Sherry's. I wonder how old you are, whether you're in my demographic or Sharmila's demographic. Because <laughs> I do notice people in Sharmila's uh, demographic becoming completely reliant. Because, you know, you have to make an extra effort, right? So why would you, if the convenience and the expectation, it's a reasonable expectation, that Waze and GPS is going to be with us for a long time? So one of our producers, who is in a demographic younger than me, was in fact horrified that there was a time before navigational apps. What was it like to live without apps that show you where to go? So there are people worse than me, Sharad. Yeah. Well, you know, um, to this uh, uh, anonymous producer um, who might be in the vicinity, I see we had all kinds of skills. You know, we human beings did things like we asked people. So if you go to a new city, what you would do is um, ask somebody for directions. And, you know, um, and then... Uh, and and then they will tell you some things, and sometimes they get it wrong. But they'll maybe tell you a story, or they might suggest a better restaurant. So actually, Wenshin has exactly that point. Uh, they say before ways we had humans to ask for directions. I guess as time went by, our human communication skills got compromised, and we became more reliant on technology. 
Yes, I, I think that's absolutely true when it comes to... No, the thing is, I have no regrets that we've moved on because I think it's so it's so much more Neither you get do from, I. I mean, I do right? enjoy the, the serendipity of speaking to somebody that you don't know, right? But actually, as a solo female traveller, it's also very daunting sometimes to have to go up to strangers um, in a strange place and indicate that you're lost and then ask for directions. So really, one of the biggest things about navigational apps for me is just security and safety. Yeah, I never thought of that because I, I guess I, uh, I had the privilege of being, uh, you know, a man, and, and especially when traveling in foreign countries, uh, the the fear is much reduced. But I must say, the um, the idea of serendipity, right? The idea of sort of bumping into something mm. that is lost. And it, even before GPS, there were things like um, a shoestrings guide to a city or a, a country, and they would get such detailed uh, directions that you, again, didn't have to rely on locals. But it, and at that point, I think, you know, and this was in the mid-80s, I actually felt a sense of regret that shoestring gave me too much information as well. Shariza is just back to say I'm 35. So closer to my demographic. D- definitely. Your de- <laughs> <laughs> we have actually, okay, Perry says, the difference for me with GPS, we'll get there at this time. Without GPS, we will get there eventually. Yeah, I mean, GPS has transformed. Okay, my, I've been living in the Klang Valley for 25 years, right? You can't imagine what it was like trying to get a taxi in the past where, you know, you'd call an operator, call back and say, ah, OK, I'll call you back. They don't call you back. And then they say the taxi is on its way and you don't have no idea where the taxi is. Today, you know exactly which road the taxi is on and approximately what time will get to you. We have, let's see, um, Steve saying, I'm pretty good at reading maps as I love to explore Google Maps of areas and places near and far. And it kind of feels like I've taken a short virtual trip. Many of my friends, however, can't really read maps because they're so used to following ways, which just simply tells you to turn left or right. Steve, that's actually really cool. I feel like that's a great happy medium between using technology, but also retaining some of those map reading skills. We do have a caller on the line. Good evening, Joe. What are your thoughts? Hi. Okay, for my case, um, because I only recently used Waze and Google Map, so I used to rely on road signs and stuff like that. So even without Google Map and Waze, I think I'll be able to survive. So it's not an issue for me. It's I, I won't say I really have to rely on them. And I have no problem opening my window. Excuse me, sir. Hello, I'm lost. <laughs> So, yeah, I have no problem doing that. Joe, I'm curious, would you say you have a fairly good sense of direction, even without these, um, you know, apps and all? Uh, I think I can say that because even when I drive overseas, for example, like when I drive my, my husband to his university for the first time, say in Plymouth, UK, which is not um, a common place that, you know, people go to for, for tourism and all that. So I I drove him like, Two times, and then um, even after I came back two years later, I don't need ways, map, or anything. I can still remember the road. Joe, thank you for getting in touch. I envy you. Um, I wish I could drive fearlessly in unknown cities without a without GPS. Yeah. W- 
Yeah, it's interesting that, you know, Joe retained those memories and obviously the landmarks and such. Um, and also this, yeah, this fear, the lack of fear in engaging with strangers. Uh, because I think in most cities that I've been to, uh, a stranger will help you out. Actually, most of the time, that's true. I wanted to read a couple of message about, messages about signboards. So an anonymous listener says, I think here in Malaysia... They look for trees and put up signboards behind them. And then we also have Din, who says, I think our signage is so bad that they actively uh, that it actively attempts to derail the efficiency of navigational apps. Having said that, I don't like my reliance on them and I've been trying to wean myself off. And thank you, Legion, for your picture of a sextant. <laughs> uh, the way in which the ancients navigated vast oceans and deserts, as you put it. Well, I might be good with a sextant, I think. I, I, I love looking up at the sky, which is probably why I never see what's happening on the roads around me. No, but the bad signage is absolutely a thing. So maybe with better signage, I could wean myself off of the apps as well. I'm cheering for you. We want to hear from you. Could you live without Waze or Google Maps or, you know, navigational apps, basically? You can call double seven double three two nine hundred. send us a voice note or WhatsApp 018-789-8899, tweet us at BFM Radio. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.